as always it's always a pleasure i don't know if that is um right as always it's always a pleasure i think it's right to welcome you to um every episode this one inclusive of the first x minutes podcast i'm your host busy madame of course you find me on twitter at papi underscore the great for more podcast content of course it's available on twitter too the links are available there for you to click and listen to one for the goals o-n-e-f-o-r-t-h-e-g-o-a-l-s well the goals or the goal festival continues in the women's category of football as an event in tokyo the red cards continue in and um, the men's category of football as an event um, in the japanese capital and um, well we're done with the group stage games and everything all roads leads to knockout football now as the quarterfinals kick in in the men's and the females women's category respectively but just before i before i touch on the matchups let me just quickly um talk about um the red card fest in the men's category now for context sake in the first round of games three red cards were shown one to a german player one to an argentine player and one to um, an ivory coast player in the second round of group state games of course that number increased from three to five an ivorian player got a red card again Again, another a Brazilian player was sent off, a Romanian player was given his matching orders, a Mexican was sent off, and another German player got a red card. That was a total of five in a round that featured one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. So almost an average of one red card per game. In the third round, of course, there was no beating that record. I guess that was the highest three from the first round, five from the second round, and there were four red cards shown in the third round. I'm not sure what's going on in the men's category of football as an event in Tokyo, but it is what it is. The Hondurans got a red, the South Africans got a red, the Mexicans got a red, the French team got a red card also. Well, when you talk about the red card, I'm not sure. That's a total of three, five, four. That's twelve red cards um, over a period of twenty-four games. If I start to record, if eight games were played per round, eight times three is twenty-four. So twelve red cards in twenty-four games. That's one red card for every two um, group stage games. Is it games or game? Games played. Wow, that's wild. That is very wild. Hopefully, the wildness will continue in the knockout stages of the event as um, the boys, well, they've been separated from the men, and now the men will also be sorted out so that we can know the team that will get the teams that will get the gold, silver, and the bronze medal, respectively. Of course, the quarterfinals will start on Saturday. That's the last day in the month of July. The Spaniards will take on the Ivorians. The Ivorians are the... Well, I think they're... Okay, no, 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 not. Alongside the Egyptians, they are the two African size that are currently flying the flag. So the, the Spaniards will take on the Ivorians. And something peculiar about the Spaniards is how they have managed to do very, very well by scoring just two goals for themselves in this competition so far and conceding just once. The same for the Egyptians too. Very tight at the back and very selfish up front. Two goals scored and just one conceded. The same for the Spaniards, the same for the Egyptians. Um, when you look at teams that have been very, very unselfish going forward, then you can talk about the South Koreans. They scored the, they've scored the most goals in the in the group stages with 10 goals. You can tell that that 6-0 win over Honduras really gave them the boost. A boost in terms of topping the goal scoring 
chart they're followed closely by mexico with eight goals four of those if you remember i think yeah four came in that opening um group stage game against france the japanese are really really thriving well on home soil i'm not sure if we can talk about home support because of how scanty the stadiums have usually been but then again seven goals in three games when i'm talking about three games three clean i mean the wins over mexico over france over south africa no draws no loss and they considered just once the tightest defense if you're looking at things well joint tight defense if you consider that the south koreans considered only once to um scoring 10 goals well add spain and egypt to that list also then you have four sides that have considered just once that have let in just one goal respectively in the three games that have been played all roads lead to the quarterfinals south korea will take on mexico and i think both sides should score in that game given how the south koreans and the mexicans have been very very generous with getting the goals the brazilians and the egyptians you can bet that brazil will either win that game or draw that game not just because it's brazil but because um the egyptians don't really know how to figure things out when going forward they're solid at the back but i think brazilians the brazilians have gotten the better of each side that they have faced in the back no except the ivorians they couldn't put one past the ivorians but of course they dismantled the german side and the saudi arabian so maybe brazil to win or draw that game for japan and new zealand japan to score at least two goals japan should score at least two goals in that game for spain for Cote d'ivoire you're looking at probably under 1.5 goals in the first half of that game i think it should be kg judging um how the ivorians have played going forward the spaniards also um they, of course they do a lot of passes but they are not as clinical in front of goal as say probably the south koreans or the japanese that is that about men's football as an event in japan the currently currently ongoing um olympics is it mundial or tournament what do you call it i think it's sporting event right or collaboration or a, or a multitude of sporting events anyways moving on uh we touch on the women's um aspect and um interestingly while the men racked up like 12 red cards, only two red cards were shown in 24 games that um, that were played in the women's category. Sorry, is it 24? Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so each round had six games. So that's 18 games. Two red cards in 18 games. Of course, both red cards were shown in a game featuring um, Zambia, Zambia against China, a Chinese player got a red card. Zambia against Brazil, a Zambian player got a red card. But it's it's been about the goals in this category, no doubt about that. The women, um, yeah, maybe Great Britain may have let in just one goal, but um, that is a stark contrast to the 17 that China let in. I think there's there was even worse a defense than that of the Zambians because they let in 17 goals the Zambians let in two less 15 goals um, Great Britain can boast of having the best defense of course they let in just two goals across three in three games two wins 
one draw and the best side or the highest scoring side has to be no doubt uh, Vivian's side let's talk about the Dutch two wins one draw they couldn't get the better of Brazil in that second round game but is it second round now is it the second round game I think it's the second round game yeah because the Netherlands dismantled China in the third round game so 21 goals in three games that's an average of seven Per game. If you are into betting, you should keep an eye out for the dot. They always find a way to get the goals. And when they take on um, the USA um, on Friday, that's the 30th of July, in the quarterfinals, you expect fireworks. I think both sides should score in that game. Same for the game between Sweden and Japan. The Swedes have been really, really massive. They won all their games. I think they are the only side that won. Yep, they are the only side that won all their games against the USA. Um, of course, USA came first, and then they, disp- then they dispatched them very easily. The Australians were trying to pull a comeback uh, with their gate with the Swedes leading at um, was it three two no three one at some point, and then no was it the Swedes? Yeah, three. I think it was three two at some point. The Australians. They were leading the Australians at some points before they scored one more to make the uh, margin, of course, very, very wide. And yes, they were able to easily dispatch off the um, New Zealanders if there's anything like that. Wait, if you, if Australian, if um, an Australian indigenous called an Australian, and somebody from USA is called an American, what do you call somebody from New Zealand? New Zealander, New Zealandy. Please, if you if you have an idea, please just send me a tweet on Twitter. Um, Papi underscore the great could be a personal one. Papi underscore the great or one for the goals. Anyone, I will definitely be seeing it, and I would love to give you a shout out. There's plenty of action as I'm recording this in the UEFA Champions League. PSV Eindhoven just got one against Galatasaray. Uh, there's a, there's been a missed penalty in the game between Young Boys and SK Slovan Bra. Tis La Via. All of this is happening. Yeah, Celtic Midland still playing 0-0 at halftime. All of this is happening as the transfer market is catching some fire. But um, you can expect that there will be um, a transfer or exchange of goals when the quarterfinal kicks off in the women's category because they have not been selfish. From Netherlands scoring eight past the Chinese um, to America scoring six against New Zealand to the six goal thriller between the dutch and the brazilians the eight goal thriller between the chinese and the zambian remember in the previous episode i spoke about how the chinese could have easily scored six goals seven goals in that game one was denied by var one was denied by the woodwork and one was denied by a last minute save by the zambian goalkeeper the most cagey game here i think has to be between in canada and brazil canada have been doing the, the hard work hard grinding low-key and um, I think they will want to progress to the semi-finals at least to get a shot at either a gold, silver, or a bronze medal. But the most open game of all has to be the Netherlands USA game. I think both sides will score goals. The Swedes and the Japanese, the Swedes have been really, really incredible. I think the Swedes should score at least two goals for Great Britain and Australia. Oof, that's tough. I think Great Britain should score. I mean, I think Australia should score too. Great Britain and Australia, I think both sides should score. Although the bookmakers are really tipping um, the British at odds of, yep, some of them are giving them odds of 1.752 win. For um, Sweden and Japan, yeah, I think both sides should score. 
or Sweden should score at least two goals. For Canada and Brazil, at least two goals should be scored. Young boys just scored another goal against SK Slovan Bratislav. Yeah, well, there you have it. The um, roundup of football as an event at the currently ongoing Olympics tournament in Tokyo. Who has been your star? For me, I think it's easier to find a star in the women's category than the men's category. Maybe because I've seen more women's football than men's football in the past three rounds. Maybe Gignac from the men's team, from the men's football as a tournament, I think is the only player that scored a hat. Oh, no, sorry. I almost forgot. A certain um, Richarlison of Brazil. But you know how hot-headed he can be once in a while. In the women's category, there's a lot. You talk about Wang Shuang of China, you talk about Vivian Miedema of the Netherlands, you talk about um, Samantha Kerr, you talk about Christian Press, you talk about Ludmila of Brazil. Um, who else are we talking about? How can I forget? The only player, uh, she the only player to score double hat tricks? Yeah, I think so. Barbara Banda of Zambia. It's sad to see that she will not be continuing her journey as our team has been knocked out of the competition. Nevertheless, we are still in for plenty of fun and drama as the action continues in far away Japan where there's been I mean, a mixture of all kinds of drama from the typhoon that um, I hear is on its way to um, athletes stepping out, shock exits, of course, that of Naomi Osaka, and of course, athletes having to um, leave events because of, um, to protect their mental health. Um, Q, Simone Biles, I've been listening a lot to um, our emotional conversations as talking to the press and it's been touching to see that somebody prepares that hard for a tournament or for a competition or for an event like as big as the Olympics and they have to drop out because there's just so much going on mentally. We wish her all the best and we hope that um, she only gets better and gets stronger after this whole um now i don't want to call it drama because that's too insensitive i mean this whole episode i really hope that she gets the better of it goals are flying in the uefa is it is it even the uefa champions league qualifier today's the wednesday right yeah has to be the uefa champions league qualifiers i'm going to qualify myself out of this podcast episode by saying if you have listened thus far please endeavor to leave a rating wherever you get your podcast episodes from and tell a friend to tell a friend that this is one football podcast that they should not be missing until i come here in the next episode of the i'm really rushing this because i have a banging headache and i need to put some food in my stomach whatever you were doing in the weeks in the days and the months ahead july has been here and july is gone already we are entering into the new month of august football resumes in full i hear um the cup the league um we will played in France, Lille will take on PSG and the following week, of course, the French League on resumes. We talk about um, Community Shield in England, we talk about the English Championship kicking off also. Uh, we speak about La Liga, we speak about the CDR, we speak about the German Bundesliga also kicking off, not forgetting um, the Carabao Cup and all kinds of cups kicking off in between. Well. It's about that time where the most entertaining, the most wonderful time 
of our lives kick off i really hope that y'all have plenty of fun this season and there's plenty of reason for you to not just only enjoy football but to keep coming back to listening to each and every episode of the first x minutes podcast please be safe guys wear a mask wherever it is required and don't forget to mind your business and i come here with the next episode of the podcast cheers my friends bye for now